Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis. And guess what we're about ready to do? We're going to do boardroom chat. <laughs> Number 68. Number 68. Yeah, it's been My so good. Lord. We're sticking with this thing. I mean, I, I'm surprised that it's 68. You know, time goes so fast. I know it. And time doesn't it. wait for anybody. So I hope you're enjoying these things. You know, I travel all over the world, and the world's starting to open up again. And people tell me all the time, Boy, I love them boardroom chats. Yeah, and we get comments from people from all over the world, literally, that are sending in <laughs> you know, and watching. One man said, I love it when you and Kathy duke it out. <laughs> Do we duke it out? You know, she's very plain spoken, and so am I. And uh, we just let you see who we are. Uh -huh. And also, and you notice today we're wearing T-shirts. Now, yeah. we don't know why we're wearing T-shirts because yeah. they told us to wear T-shirts. Well, no, we know why. This is our vision, <laughs> our, t our theme shirt for the year. Yes, what shall and I do for thee? Here we are more than halfway through the year, and we realize we, we haven't worn our beautiful shirts. Yeah, this is a I wear. love the concept. Of, the, uh, our department came up with this. Is that It says, Dear God, this is God talking to us. And then it says, What shall I do for thee? That's 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 2. See, God wants to do things for people, and we want to talk about that today. He wants to do things for people, spiritually, physically, financially, every area of your life. Mm -hmm. God don't like you being sad, sick, disgusted, busted, yeah. broke. I mean, despondent, discouraged. Right. He wants you blessed in the city, right? blessed in the field, blessed going in, and blessed going I out. I think it's wonderful that when we come to God and we, we, we go to Him in prayer, and we ask him something like, say, dear God, like the shirt says, his answer to us is going to be, what shall I do for thee? What yeah. do you want me to do for you? God is a good father. He's always wanting to Amen. bless his children. Well, you just, you said it right. If you really want to put God in simplistic terms, he's a father and his family. That's it. How many times you went, maybe you have children or grandchildren. You go to their house or they come and you notice they're not, uh, and you'll ask, what's wrong? Something's wrong. What can I do for you? How can mm -hmm. we stop? We need to stop something. We need to start something. That's because that's a father and a mother saying they, they want to be a blessing. God has given every human being a vision in life. They may not know what it is uh, because everyone has a destiny and a destination. You are not an accident. Mm -hmm. Now, some people say, oh, yeah, I was. You know what I mean? <laughs> My mother was expected to get pregnant. That, well, you might be an accident in that way of thinking, but not in God's thinking. No, he's got he knew a plan. exactly that he needed you on this planet to do something wonderful. And you say, What's, what is that? Well, the first way to find out how to have a vision is you have to ask God. God, what will you have me to do? What do you want from me? Mm -hmm. And then, my Lord, then he'll say, what do you want from me? See, there's a covenant relationship. That's good. See, a lot of people have a, re a relationship, God. That means being born again, and you need to be that. But you need to have what we call a fellowship. A, a, a speaking, a conversation with God. Hello, Jesus. Hi, Jesse. Mm -hmm. Then he begins to uh, uh, speak to you about the things that he wants you to do. Right. And, and then you can talk to him about the things you want him to do. Right. And you know, you're swapping back it, and forth. It's so true. And I, the thing about vision that really touches my heart when I think about it is that every dream, every plan, every vision comes in seed form. Amen. It comes as a thought. But the more you think on it, the more you see what God's word has said about it, that thing begins to grow within you. And Hallelujah. then you begin and speaking it, sometimes you just speak it to yourself. Then after a while, maybe you'll speak it to a family member or maybe another prayer partner. But the more you speak about it, the bigger it grows. Well, you know, it reminds me of that beautiful oak tree that we have by our house. It's old, they say it's at least 400 years old. Now, the branches, actually, it's on the ground. I mean, it's just huge, high. And it started each from branch, an acorn. Yeah, and each big. branch is as big as most, a lot oh, of trees. Bigger than this table, just a, a branch. A branch, that's yeah. right. But it started from an acorn this big. See, there was a vision 
that God put in that little acorn to produce that yeah, uh, oak tree. Yeah, the acorn came and then it fell from the tree and it got planted Amen. in the soil. So when it's basically the same seed concept, when it gets planted into the soil of Amen. your heart and, and then you feed that with what you find in the Word of God, <laughs> It you, grows. You made me think about it. You said, uh, yeah, some, it, it planted itself. Maybe somebody stepped on it. You know, maybe somebody <laughs> stepped on your vision, stepped on you, but it planted you, and the vision came to pass. Oh, yeah. There's a wonderful scripture in Habakkuk chapter 2 that I want to go to that's so wonderful. Chapter 2, verse 2, and it's talking about the vision. If you, and the reason why we're talking about vision, next week is our visionary conference, and I hope you can we're come. I'm so excited. It is such a, but people are coming from all over the world. People are bringing their staffs. Some are bringing their executive staffs. I'm telling you, flying in. It's amazing because we talk about what you can do, about the vision God has not only for us, but for the human race. Mm. What has God called you to do? What will you do in life? What will you do next week? What would you do in five years? Things of that nature. Well, Jesse, you know, many people consider you a visionary. Yes, I am a visionary. In fact, years ago, you wrote a book called The Everyday Visionary, and we kind of launched the conferences about that time because that's really been, has been the trademark of our ministry. Amen. God gave us a vision. We started running with it, but also he helped us to breathe life into the visions that God gave to Amen. other people. And when we connect with other people of like precious faith, it helps all of us to propel to that higher level. Right. Right. and receive what God has well, you, for us. You know, if you try to define me, a lot of people define me, well, he's funny. And I, I am, I try to be, you, you know. Funny. And I am funny, I try to do that. You know, Mary Hart doeth good like a medicine. But if you really want to put me in a, a, a glass, I'm a visionary. I, you are. I, I believe in vision. Don't tell me I can't do something when the Bible said I can explicitly do all things through Christ who strengtheneth me. I remember for years, I know right now we're celebrating 43 years of full-time ministry. You've been preaching for 45, 45 years. Yeah. But I know that lots of, in the early years, and even now when I go with you to some yeah, meetings. Let, let me interrupt you. I gotta, we got to quit saying 43 years because when I preached 45 years ago, God already had that vision in me. Yeah, I just, we just thought about full-time ministry. Yeah. You were still working at Shell Oil. Yeah, and I was still working. But you know what? Paul the Apostle worked most of his ministry, and he was in full-time ministry. We're going to have to do the shift, guys. We're going to have to do that shift, because the more I thought about that, that acorn was there. It was just growing. So see. this year is 45. Yeah, well, 45 years, and I've been preaching the gospel. Full-time ministry. And so well, I, you know, in ministry. I mean, I mean, when you got saved, were you saved full-time? <laughs> you, know, full you know, so it's really no such thing as part-time in God. That's it's right. It's full-time. That's and a good I preached, point. I actually preached my first message. I'll never forget the first forget week it. of January, 1976. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Oh, I had sweat running down the back of my legs. I couldn't oh, tell. You didn't, you didn't look like you were sweating. No, but I mean, I was. You know, there's, I preached a sermon many years ago, never let them see you sweat. Praise <laughs> God. You know, that kind of stuff. But I was sweating. I was. You remember that day, the pastor of the church that we were going to recognized the call in oh, your life. Oh, he saw and, it. And realized that you wouldn't, you were he ready. He said, you called to preach the gospel. I said, you done lost your ever love of mine. <laughs> so I, I remember said, he no. announced to the church on Sunday morning that they had a special guest speaker that night and we didn't know yeah. who it would be yeah. and we're looking at each other at church that morning and wonder who's coming tonight and then he announced Jesse's name. He said Jesse the plans will be preaching tonight. I thought whoa no. man as soon as the church was over I said come here brother Rafer whoa but he saw it on me mm -hmm. you see and that's the whole key So you came that. kicking and screaming. Even oh God did I ever <laughs> and it wasn't because I'm afraid to get in front of people no. you know I was a rock entertainer I've always been on the stage You've or always platform. been at ease in that's front of people. That's easy stuff. Right. Is that I thought I got to talk about this. And I don't want to say something wrong because right. this well, is holy. Good. It's good to be cautious. Yeah, I, I want to be holy. Well, look, look what it says in Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2. The Bible said, the Lord answered me and said, write the vision 
and make it plain upon tables that he may run that readeth it. Verse 3, for the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. In other words, it's on time all the time. Amen. Now, I want you to read verse 2 and verse 3 in the Amplified okay. of Habakkuk chapter 2. Okay, Amplified says, And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and engrave it so plainly upon tablets that everyone who passes may be able to read it easily and quickly as he hastens by. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, and it hastens to the end, fulfillment. It will not deceive or disappoint. Though it tarry, wait earnestly for it, because it will surely come, it will not be behind hand, behind hand on its appointed day. That's now, you see, word. this is the most amazing. I just got something in my spirit. There are a lot of people getting older, and they think, well, you know, uh, you know, my vision's over. No, no. Until you take your last breath on this earth, your vision is running. You may be sent to a... a, a uh, an old folks home, we call them like that. But your vision is still operating in function. Still I know a vital of, part of God's plan. I, for I know earth. of a man that's 97, 98, and they put, naturally he's in an, uh, we call it an old folks home. And, Assisted and he preaches to all those people. That's right. And he's in a wheelchair. Your vision, not in your legs. No. You see, your vision is not in your hands. Your vision's in your mouth. Yeah. You see, and that's how you make it plain, well, and then know. you can write it, see, and right. put it upon upon tablets so people can read it if you want. So I felt, I, I feel like saying that to all you people that maybe you quote think you're retired from ministry. Yeah, you may have been retired from a certain part of something, but your vision never retires. That's right. You it's always have something to say. Well, every man's work must be a continuation. Where there's right. a Moses, there got to be a Joshua. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen. But you see, Joshua took Moses. Now, he did it Joshua's way. Well, Moses but he took didn't Moses start until he was 80. Right? That's right. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Most so, people would have thought his life was over. Right. But his life actually in ministry actually just begun. At 80 years at 80. old. And he and lived to 120. And climbing mountains. Eyes were not dead. And didn't wear any of these things. Yeah, so Lord, we got to get around Moses me, more. Praise <laughs> God. What a blessing. It's these so lights and these digital devices. I didn't have to wear glasses. Oh, God. I See, I got lights on my face right now. Screen. All these lights are blinding, you know. And when you look down, you got big circles on your Bible because your pupils close when he sees the lights. But when he looks down, it tries to open up too fast, you know. But when you have a vision, the reason why we're talking about it, because next week is our visionary conference. It's such a, such a blessing. I hope you can attend. It's a Thursday night, a Friday morning, yeah. and a Friday night. It's very short. If you've never been to New Orleans, the food is wonderful. We have people today, before when I was coming over to do this today, they said, what restaurants should yeah, we Yeah, they go? already have a vision about okay. where they're going to eat. Where they're going to eat. Okay, <laughs> let me help you. Now, if you want to eat fine This dining, is not a diet time, though, no, no, Forget about diet. No so diet. We're going to believe, God, uh, that you're going to starve Two weeks from now. <laughs> Praise God. You know. <laughs> Watch this. All right. You want fine dining? Okay. This will be in the French Quarter or, or downtown New Orleans. Commander's Palace. Very, very good. It's hard to get into some of that stuff. Well, you it's hard. You got to make it. But I'm going to just tell them a thing. Make no difference. I mean, you know, have a vision that, that they're going to take your reservation. Okay. <laughs> Commander's Palace is one. That's a good one. Uh, Mr. B's. That's my favorite restaurant. That's number two. A Galatoire's, if you like fried seafood, that's number three. I mean, it, it, it's a blessing. Now. Whoo, this is good. The Pelican Club. I mean, it just makes you feel like, and the food is amazing. Okay, that's just for fine dining. Breakfast at Brennan's. I'm helping these people. And I took you to Brennan's, and, uh, and it, it's a blessing, it's but you can also Brennan's. eat supper. You, yeah, but I call, you've seen it in movies, Breakfast at Brennan's. But the name on the, on the wall is Brennan's. That you it's look good. At it's Brennan's. Don't complicate it, Kathy. Uh, read the I page. Would, 
Read the paper. Both of them start with a B. Make it plain. Look it up. Make it plain. Look it up. This is going to help you. (laughs) Now, we have the typical restaurants like everybody else. We have the Cheesecake Factories. We have the You're forgetting Filippo's, one of my favorites. I'm not finished yet. I'm not finished yet. Well, why are you putting it so far down the bottom? I'm putting it in categories. Okay. Oh, excuse me. Now, we're getting Italiana food. Yeah. Uh, I I just love Ristorante Filippo. You understand? Excellent. It's a blessing of the Lord. Plus, he's a good friend. I'm not just saying that. I'm telling you, it's great food. Okay. Um, you're making that, me hungry. Right? I know I'm making you hungry. See, this is the vision. See, that's what I'm talking about. See, okay, I'm trying to help you here in, in the New Orleans area. There's a place called Zia's. Best ribs you ever eat in your life. They're called Thai ribs. They got something called Asian almond shrimp. Oh, my God. It's so good. Now, I, I, okay, that's a different. The Boulevard. That is a very good restaurant. Very popular restaurant. Very popular restaurants, you know. And they, these are in downtown New Orleans as well as Metairie as well as Kenner. It's just suburbs. Worth the drive. Those are just some of them. And I mean, I mean, and now if you like fried or raw ostrich, dragos. Charcoal broth ostrich. My God, man, I mean, they bring him to you, and, and I like Drago. He said, my name is Drago. I got to meet the man many, yeah. many years ago. Now, there's another one called the Acme Austria House. A lot of people like that. That is in the French Quarter and all that kind of stuff. And uh, we also have Ruth Chris Steakhouses, just like anybody else. A lot Am of I people. making you hungry? Praise the Lord. I'm trying to give you a vision. See, that's why I you got hungry. I have a vision. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. We're, that's just chatting just, up, we're just chatting about food. Yeah, Don't that's forget just the, the beignets and the coffee. Oh, coffee du monde. Coffee, and they got morning call. That's good, too, but coffee du monde. Coffee au lait. I mean, and you got to be careful. When you bite into these uh, beignets. Don't breathe out. Don't breathe. You know, breathe in. Or out. Don't breathe Because that, you will suck up sugar. Out, it's got a lot of powdered sugar on this fried yeah, dough. Yeah, and make, it makes people think donut. you're taking cocaine. You got to watch yourself. They call it a donut. Some people would, but it doesn't have a hole in the Oh, middle, man. People just love it. Just, and when you drink it, put your little finger up. You know what I mean? Don't wear black. It would be a oh, mistake I mean, if you People, I'm telling you, you will enjoy that. That's just... That's for well, you playing around. That's why we do a Thursday night, a Friday morning, and a Friday night. We don't try to take all your time so you can ha- enjoy the city. Fellowship time. Yeah. People come uh, with their groups, their uh, friends. It, it will be some of the best, if not the best food you'll ever eat in your life. And then when you come to the Visionary spiritual Conference of the Church food. that night, oh, the spiritual food is better than Kefa Dumont. Yeah. Because the Holy Ghost is moving. Glory Praise to God. God. So this is just some of the restaurants I, I can help you on and all those kind of things. I mean, now if you really want to go down Cajun, I mean, if you really want to get Cajun, there's a place close to my church called the Seafood Pot. It's, they call it a hole in the wall. I call it a great place, you know. I mean, the juice will run down your arms, but you just lick your arm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a place, everything's plastic, paper towels oh, yeah, but t- it, on it, the table. Yeah, but I mean, it's, but it her, boils, boils, boils crabs, boiled crawfish, all that kind of stuff. And gumbo. And the gumbo. Now, Mr. B is my favorite, the gumbo yaya. Oh, Jesus. My barbecue shrimp. You ever heard of that? Oh, God. We're going to have to get back into word, Jess. Wait, I'm getting to the word, Kathy. I'm, I'm, I'm making this vision so plain they got spit running out of their mouth and now they drool it. Oh. Okay, I'm doing the vision. Ah, I'm not off this Bible. Mm-hmm. He said, make the vision plain. Right. That's what I'm trying to do. I Is it plain it. enough for it's you? It's plain enough. Do you need prayer? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> God. Okay. What we're talking about is God is on these t-shirts, what shall I do for thee? So I just told something I can do for you if you'll pick some of these restaurants. Mm-hmm. Now, we have the normal restaurants like anybody else and all that kind of stuff, but it is just such a blessing of the Lord. Now, what is your vision? Mm-hmm. Now, I made it plain. So now you had the food taste, and that's good. Now, let's deal with the spiritual aspect of your life. 
Maybe you know you need a good taste of healing. Maybe you got a bad, I don't know, report. And that doesn't, and, let me, and I believe in doctors and I believe in hospitals, but the Bible, and when they tell me stuff, I just smile at them and go, because what comes up in my mind is whose report shall you believe? Mm-hmm. And the Bible answers it, you shall believe the report of the Lord. He's not saying deny that report, but deny its right to exist in your life. Maybe you've been diagnosed with cancer or diabetes or high blood pressure or heart trouble or crippling arthritis. I don't right. deny any of that, none whatsoever, but I deny it's right. Why? Because the Bible said, with long life will he satisfy you and show you salvation. Well, if you're going to live long, you ought to be able to walk. You ought to be able to go where you want to go. Sure. You understand? If you're going to live long, and you're supposed to live long. And actually, if you want to know how long you're supposed to live, the Bible, Genesis chapter 6, verse 3, the 120 years. Mm-hmm. And that's just that simple. And God's word is true. But you see, you got to have a vision to live like that. I want to live with, uh, in my life with full ability, capability, and capacity. And what I mean by that is I'm not talking about running marathons at 100, but, you know, I knew a man that ran one at 96. Right. I mean, my God, so it's possible you can do that. But what I'm saying is, in other words, I want to be able to walk, have my mind and all those different things so I can do the things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. See, that's a vision. That so is. start today and quit saying this. You know, our people, and I'm, I'm going to help you out because Kathy really corrected me strong in this many, many years ago. My family on my mother's side, most of them died in their 40s or in a way 50 to 51. I think one uncle lived to 69. I think that's about it. But they always talk death. When they hit 40 years old, oh, God, they were so old. And I, and I had picked up on that, and you told me to stop it probably, what, 50 years, 40 years ago, something oh, yeah. like that? Mm-hmm. And so I don't talk about it. See, I, I don't because we've got to watch what you say because what you say will come to pass, whether it's good or whether it's bad. Mm-hmm. Now, so when you understand what vision do you want, what do you believe in God for? See, you can have what you say. Let me show you how he says in Mark 11, 23, 24. If you say to that mountain, say to that mountain. So there are mountains in life. Right. I mean, you're going to run across that stuff. Be thou removed. In other words, get out of here. Mm-hmm. Not doubt in your heart. Believe those things which you say. Not God say, you say. You shall have whatsoever you say it. Mm-hmm. Then he says, what things soever you desire, not him, you, not God, you. That's kind of odd. You're not hearing that before. He, that's this God talking. That's Mark 11, 20, that's verse 24. What things if you desire when you pray, believe that you receive. Because you're not praying amiss. Right. You pray. Not when you get it, not when you say, but when you pray, believe that you receive and you shall have it. And then there's another verse that says, delight yourself, therefore, in the Lord. Most people don't delight themselves for in God because they don't have a vision that they can get that close to God. Yeah. They feel God's mad, especially in the Old Testament. They always thought God was mad as a hornet about something. Oh, but in the New Testament, oh, Jesus. Jesus said, whom the Son is set free is free indeed. You come boldly to the throne of grace. Why? Because he's a father and his family. That's why God told Habakkuk to make the vision plain. Mm-hmm. That's what we want to do. That's what we try to do when we don't try. We do on these boardroom chats. Or in other words, sometimes Kathy will say something. I don't necessarily agree with it, so I'll tell her. Or she'll say something. I'll say something. She'll go, wait, wait, wait a minute, you know. And I, yeah, let, me, let me give you a little secret about Kathy. Come a little closer. If, you, if I say something she doesn't like, watch this eye. So I'm going to turn around, because if you see that eyebrow go up, she, she, she's like right now, <laughs> it's starting to, mm. now if it gets up real high, 
shut your television off and run out the door. Because <laughs> the television's going to blow up. Praise God. It's the truth, Mama. <laughs> you see, you got to learn how to recognize people. I used to tell her this and still do sometimes. Never let them know what you're thinking, Kathy. And I always tell my well, maybe I want them to know what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, and that really is true. So when you see this, when you see Habakkuk 2, they said, for the vision is yet for an appointed time. Mm-hmm. In other words, everything has a time. Everything has a season. Don't let time defeat you. The appointment will come. How many times you've called a doctor and you wanted the appointment that afternoon? Mm-hmm. Well, I can see you in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Now, who wants to wait two weeks? Nobody wants to wait. But he's got a schedule, just like you got a schedule. Mm-hmm. Or he or she, whoever it might be. And uh, it, it's, it's an appointed time. See, so everything's going to work out, ladies and gentlemen, spiritually, physically, and financially, if you believe, verse 3, for the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end of it, but at the end of it, it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarried, because you're thinking, when it's going to come, wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. In other words, it's coming at the right time. We've said this many times. God is never late. That's right. Never. That's right. But sometime I wish he was early. Yeah. You see, see, Kathy is always late. Uh-uh. But sometimes, watch the eyebrow. <laughs> sometimes, not. sometimes she's on time. This is what happens. I'm just going to make it plain. This is what happens. Make it because plain. Because what happens remember. is, Jesse will say, okay, we're leaving at this certain time. And then he's dressed early. Then he comes in my space and he's just staring at me like, come on, let's go. I said, look, why, I got 10 more minutes. Why can't you be like minutes. me? I'm always on time or before time. Well, there's kind of like a little guideline, a little rule of the ministry. We've learned that if Jesse's... If you're on time, but Jesse's early, then you're late. We learned that from another friend. It's a great revelation. <laughs> That's what he thinks anyway. But I'm on time, but he just happens to be early, so then he thinks I'm late. That's the explanation. And the difference between me and Kathy, she need more stuff than I do. Good Lord. She got to have this and that. I said, come on, woman. You know, well, I, uh, uh, I got to kind of look kind of. I said, then, we're going out and sweat. It's 95 degrees and 100% and then humidity. He walks in I don't and, care what you got on your face. It's going to melt off. <laughs> Go ahead. I still have to try. Yes. But then I'm trying to dress, and he'll come and interrupt me, and he wants me to look at what he's wearing. And, uh, and he doesn't even ask me, Kathy, would you, what do you think? I'm wearing, he just comes there and stands there. Like, like I think, like this peacock he's going on there. Okay, yeah, you look good. You look no, good. no, I, was, I ain't trying to look good. Because she'll get mad at me if I wear something she don't think I should wear. Oh, I didn't realize you want my approval. Well, you ask for it all the time. You say, I don't think you ought to wear that. And then sometimes I say, well, I like it. Well, I don't. Well, so what? I still like it. I think you want to know what I think. But no, what I'm saying is that I like the shirt and I want to make the vision plain to yeah. you. Yeah. Well, the, Everybody got different tastes. You understand? <laughs> you know, it really flows with our theme because what shall I do for thee? You, what see, do you want me to wear? Oh, we get too personal right there. See, she don't want y'all to know that. See me, I'm real easy. I just open up. Oh, really? You're not <laughs> yes. easy. Oh, come Nothing on. Nothing about you is easy. He's high maintenance. <laughs> I am not high maintenance. You are. I am very low maintenance. He's high maintenance. He's I like, eat all your leftovers. And eat. the reason why I don't eat them because she don't cook. We don't have no leftovers. <laughs> But it's true. I do cook. Oh, look, at, look at that. I'm watching From that eye. From time to time, I will cook. But you see, I don't want you to be a false prophet. Oh, a false prophet. If you right. keep saying it, so you're going to have what you say. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, ah, ah, maybe you can learn from this. Yes, I'm, I'm trying. You I'm start saying, my, my wife Let's read Kathy, a testimony. My wife, Kathy, cooks all the time, and she's a great cook. Then you yeah, need to start making lying. that your confession. <laughs> no, it's a faith concept. It's a oh, faith it's a concept. Faith. Yes, okay. learn it. I understand. <laughs> we eat in restaurants all the time. And the reason why. But I tell them a lot of men she cook. She can cook I good. I have some men friends that cook a lot. Who? 
there are some friends of Richie Cooks. But all you the didn't time. marry them. You married me. I'm just saying, men cook. <laughs> yeah, men cook. What I do, people, My I daughter, do something better than cook. I buy the food. Praise God. I make sure the house is full I, of food. That's why I said he's high maintenance because, I yes, he does. I am not high maintenance. I, he, will, he will eat anything, but I said, yeah, but I have to get it to your mouth. And what's wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. Yeah. Look at it, look at it. Look at it. We're getting off subject. No, we're not getting off subject. I, what I'm saying is I'm trying to make the vision plain. Let me just say this. Kathy can cook because she don't have to. It's just me and her. So we just go out and eat. We, eat. we eat out twice a day, just about twice a day, which is nothing wrong with that. Then sometimes, you know, I am older than her, but she gets tired quicker than I do for some reason or another. I'm just telling them truth, my mind. Praise God. I, think so I, say, we have some, I, I we want to hear some truth from other people. Yeah, yes. So what <laughs> happens is uh, you make the vision plain. Anne says, praise God. <laughs> it's Friday morning at 6 a.m. in Sydney, Australia, waking up and blessed to have an even more blessed day. Hallelujah. Thank you, dear pastors Jesse and Kathy. <laughs> Diana says, good afternoon from Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Yeah, I like that. Shirley says, I love this ministry, and I love the way Jesse elevates our faith. Amen. Just believe the word of God. And how do I do that? You speak I make the, the word. vision plain. You make the vision plain. I make plain. it plain. That's right. In fact, I like the people from Canada. Would you really be praying with? I've got so many meetings I want to do in Canada, but right now y'all still pretty well tied down tight. I want to go. I've got some great meetings that I've, I'm not. I don't call them canceled, Kathy. I call them postponed because of course you know, we, the, we will reschedule. We're, we're we are going. doing it as fast as there we can. There was a delay because of what was going on in the world, but we're going. Right. You know, and these other great testimonies, this one is so precious because we're here are in, again. This is a second taping in our new Studio yeah. C. Yeah, this is it. And it's so exciting to be here. We have another set but in the same studio. You no. moved the curtains, though, so people thought it was the same thing. Some set. people think it's the same thing. It's because right. I, we reproduced it so it would be actually in the studio rather than in a room that was way away from our studio. It just makes it a little closer, all right. the connections and new equipment that we're getting, mm -hmm. the new lights, cameras, all these things are still in progress. We have another part of this set that's going to be... Uh, Actually, the reason why this was built as well. is because of the theme. Well, I asked you, what shall I do for thee? And you said, uh, Studio C. Yes. And so we did that's it. That's right. But this word, uh, Christus wrote in and said, I love what you talked about today as you talked about Studio C and how it used to be the garage. That's right. I remember your fragments teaching. Oh. So thankful yeah. as you walk your talk. Praise God. So we oh. found a, a, a best a, a space that was not being utilized. And instead of well, building. Well, it was utilized for junk. It was a storage place and the Don't. truck that we used to <laughs> <laughs> We got black holes here, Jesse the Plans mentioned. I said, get rid of the junk. They got, especially the TV department, it, they're behind the cameras. They save boxes. You can see your face. I know it drives me nuts. Nice. They save boxes from a television that's no longer being made. It was made 30 years ago. We still got the box. Throw it away. That's all. I just thought I'd say that. <laughs> So instead of building a second, an additional building, we utilized right. a building that already had walls Amen. and a roof, but we had to put in insulation, air conditioning, and we bought Amen. brand new cameras and lights. You know, and you know why technology. I do all that? If I was a trillionaire, I would still be frugal, not tight, frugal. You know, partners support this ministry. I'm not throwing away their money. Well, for people who don't know what Fragments teaching is, why don't you just give well, us a little... Well, real quickly, Jesus, you know, he fed 5,000 people with a two-piece fish dinner. Watch this. And, um, and, and, and it was one of the most amazing. They all were full, and, but there, were, there was pieces of fish and bread all over. Jesus said, uh, pick up the fragments that we have no loss. See, to the people, they thought it was nothing. But to Jesus, it was a harvest, 12, 12 baskets. full 
basket. That's right. So I'm the same way. When you, uh, if I'm talking to our partners now who support us financially. If you send in twenty dollars, I'm not throwing away that twenty dollars. I am. I, in other words, you want that to go somewhere. You want that to do something. You want to be a good steward of what That's God's correct. given. What it all kind of started, though, if you remember, you were told the story how you got the message was that you were asking the Lord about a, a certain amount I of money that you wanted to be able to give to this mission. Well, can I tell him that story? Sure. I felt led of the Lord to, uh, I wanted to uh, invest $60,000, $60,000 into this mission project I'd heard about, and I wanted to do that. So I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, I'm, I asked you to help me. Uh, you know, to get and, in that. And that was a vision. Yeah, to what get a vision. What shall I do for you? I want you, that's, I said, you walk that out. Yeah, I said, I, I like, I, you know, bless me, give me an extra $60,000 so I can do that. And he said, you already have it. And I said, I don't think so. <laughs> he says, yes, you do. I said, I do. Yes, now watch this. Now some people think this is not right, but boy, it's your work. Mm-hmm. He said, let me show you. I'm going to show you how, how you have it. And then all of a sudden, I thought God got off a track. Like, Kathy thinks I got off a track. That's why she went to the... Uh, <laughs> to the no, thing. I knew I what track he was on. I know, okay. And he said, from <laughs> now on, I want you... I said, I want you to call a staff uh, meeting. So I called all the staff, had them come in. I said, I want to talk to you. And, I, and the Lord told me, he said, tell them when they walk out of their offices to cut the lights off. I said, what? Cut the lights off. He said, no, I don't want them working in the dark. In other words, if you're going out for two minutes, cut the lights off. If you're going out for two hours, cut the lights off. Mm-hmm. I want every... Uh, staff member to do that that's in the offices. I said, okay. So I said it like this. This is not a suggestion. This is a directive. Mm -hmm. This is what we're going to do. They did it. Okay. Now watch this. That month when we got in our utility bill, I still call it the light bill, you know, for some reason or another. Electric bill. We saved $5,000 at the ministry on utilities that That month. That month. Wow. Now watch this. Because they used to leave the door open when they Constantly, loading oh yeah. the, the trucks for going to meetings. Yeah, light. The whole and, time, and, so like air conditioning I, the parking lot. All kinds of stuff. Watch this. Five, plus the lights, 5,000. Mm-hmm. So I said, I want this done. Ladies and gentlemen, for 12 months we did this. We saved $5,000 every month and a little bit over. Five times 12 is what? 60000 mm-hmm. Dollars. So it was already there. It was already there, but it was in fragment form. We never thought much about it, mm-hmm. see? So I thought, okay, I got that. See, God had to give me a vision. It was right in front of me, but I couldn't see that. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And that's why. So that's why I made it real plain. Write the vision, make it plain. I told him, this is not a suggestion. Yeah. This is the directive. We're yeah. going to do this. I think God wants us to be good stewards, and that's yeah. what that message yeah. was all about. I remember one time you preached it, and we overheard someone say it said it sounds like a poverty message because you're watching yeah. over the fragments, but it's not. No. It's, it's called respecting what God has already given Amen. you, and, and then if you, if you take care of what he's already given you, the Bible tells us he'll give you more. What's amazing to me, you ready this? By cutting the switch off. People got born again because somebody cut the lights off when they wasn't in their offices. How many times I would drive by the ministry and all the lights were still on? All night long, nobody there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I can understand the outside lights, you know, because you have to get. But I mean, I thought, hmm. Then I realized what God was saying. And so, not, a lot of people run their households like that, oh, and yeah. they're still seeking God for, for finances, but they're not taking care of what he's already given them. Amen. And they're wasteful. Yeah. And so that really hinders their growth, and they don't even realize that. But well, that's what he's talking about. See, so we're talking about vision here because you see, you, you got to understand it. And if, but if you keep your vision in the dark, you're never going to be able to see it, much less produce it. See. Mm-hmm. Now you know when I preached that sermon, you know I had. You know how many partners called me and said thank you. Thank you. 
Thank you. Yeah, but it seems so small. Yeah, but what about the people that got born again through that mission project? Right. That gonna miss hell, I mean, and go to heaven. Right. And that was an amazing and wonderful thing, see? That's what I'm talking about today. Mm -hmm. So what, the vision I want you to understand is God has got something for you. You, you, say, you know, I'm not very much, I'm not this, I'm that. Quit saying those things. My, out of 7.5 billion people that's on this planet, God chose you to come to this planet. He, he, you are here for a reason, not just to occupy space, but to do something. Mm -hmm. That's what God was telling Habakkuk or Habakkuk, however you want to call him. Listen, make this vision plain. Right. Because you see, God's word is true. Jesus always said, I'm, 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 I'm the light. Mm -hmm. You know, he was never in darkness. And if Jesus is the way, you can't get lost. If he's the truth, you cannot be deceived. And if he's the life, and he is, the devil can't kill you. That's what I'm talking about in this boardroom chat. Mm -hmm. See, Kathy, uh, 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 I want to go back to this partner thing. I mean, I was not expecting partners to uh, tell me, thank you for cutting off lights. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, at least I didn't think that. But, you know, I've always been trying to, uh, not try, I do. Um, I'm not going to waste money. I don't believe, I don't care. I don't care in my own life. I, I, I'm a very successful man, but I do not waste and throw away money. Right. Because you know what? I work hard. Mm -hmm. You work hard. And I think you expect me and expect Kathy to do right when you send in a donation. And we do that. In fact, the reason why I'm saying that, several people say, how do you become a partner to this ministry? Well, becoming a partner to this ministry is very easy. All you have to do is uh, contact us. And if you want to send a donation, you can. You can go to jdm.org. That is our website and do it. Now, but let me help you. If you don't feel like doing that, then don't do it. Please. I, I want you happy. I want you watching this program. You don't have to pay for it in any way, shape, or form. But the anointing of increase is on me and Kathy. Everything we touch prospers. Why? Because God answered me this, uh, asked me this question. What shall I do for thee? I said, well... According to your scripture, Lord, I'd like to be blessed in the city, right. blessed in the field, blessed going in, blessed going out. He said, or in other words, Jesse, when everything's going wrong, you want everything going right in your world that you create. Right. And I said, yes. He said, you got a vision of that? Because you're always going to look at someone else's thing and say, boy, look how bad it is over there. Mm -hmm. He said, if you'll keep your eyes where they're supposed to be, which is on the vision I have given you, I'll bless you. And do you know... It's amazing. Remember in the night in the 80s when the oil shut down and all that kind of stuff? And people said, uh, if you're coming out of town, take the light out. Yeah, if you're the last moving. one out. You're the last one out. Take your lights. We grew, Jesse the Prince Ministries grew, and oil dropped down to $6 a barrel. And, and we, we live in an oil in, state, an right, energy state. Louisiana. And ladies and gentlemen, we grew by 30%. And we didn't do any, anything different. Mm -hmm. But we had a vision that we would be blessed in the city, blessed in the field. Blessed going in and blessed going out. Mm -hmm. Praise God. And, that, and that's what I'm talking about. And I've almost burped here because I'm drinking this water here. <laughs> it's it's actually Perrier. Perrier. In fact, club I think I'm going to have a swallow. <laughs> <laughs> so when you understand that, that's God's word. You notice I'll tell you everything. It don't make no difference to me, praise God. Because God's word is so true. What do you want us to believe God for with you? 
You know what? I was just thinking about this whole uh, text, which is 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 2. Mm -hmm. That's the story where Elisha was asking this woman who came to him because yeah. her, her no, she was in debt. She need to, mm -hmm. The debtors were coming to take her kids. That's right. So she came to him for help. Right. And his question to her was that. That's the quote we have. Yeah. But it's also a question that God is asking us. But, but what did he it, ask her? He asked her, what shall I do for thee? And this was the... But what did he ask her? What shall I do for thee? What yeah. do you have in your house? Uh -huh. But what I was trying to get at is that uh, this is a question that he wanted her to verbalize and say. So he, he, you, in the natural, you thought, well, he must know what she needs. Mm -hmm. It may have been the, the, a rumored around town how she was in debt. They were about ready to take her kids and everything away from her. But he still wanted her to verbalize and say what she wanted. So God may know what you're going through. And I believe, I'm not saying may, God knows what you're going through, but he still wants you to put words to what you're believing for. Amen. So that's why he's asking us, Confession. what shall I do for thee? What do you want? So even when Jesus came to Bartimaeus, everyone could tell Bartimaeus was blind. And that day when you were blind, you were, they wore a certain color clothing uh, right. that gave them license basically to beg in the streets. So Jesus knew what probably this guy wanted, what Bartimaeus wanted, but he still said, what shall I do for you? What do you want me to do for you? Amen. Well, he said that I may receive my sight. There's, there's instance, so many examples throughout the Bible, and you've been writing on that uh, on all on your all partner letters, and I've been, I've been teaching about it at the, on the Voice of the Covenant Bible study because those are based on your partner letters. And, uh, but each one of them are, are an example that God wants us to say what we want. And, because he wants to do what we ask. You know, it's amazing how you say that. We have a theater in our house that we book. Me and Kathy like to watch movies. We buy DVDs. And it's computerized, you know, because everything's so computer. I watch this. When I go to that board, it says, what scene do you want? I have to hit scenes. All of a sudden, different lighting things come up. And it's asking, it's it's asking me, what do you, it's what do you want? What do, what you, do you want me to do for you? Yeah, what do you want me to do for you? <laughs> And it will say... Uh, oh, I, even my motorcycle had that. I have this, this yeah. Goldwing trike. You pr It's digitized. It had a little screen on it. You press the button. It's like, uh, where do you want to go today, Kathy? Did you notice you interrupted me and I never complained? You always complain. You're doing it now. <laughs> Can you believe that? Anyway, let me finish my scene thing about your motorcycle. Oh, I thought you were done. No, I ain't finished yet. I'll let you know. But how big is that story? <laughs> when I'm finished. Okay. It says, what scene do you want? What lights do you want to see while you're watching the movie? I heard that part. What well, else is I'm now? not finished okay. yet. <laughs> and see, so I have to pick the scene. I'm saying that I have to do something. All you of it is respond. there, but I got to do something. That's right. That's a good point. Okay. I was done. <laughs> no, no, you still got some more. I know you do. <laughs> but God is wanting us to speak up and say, well, like, I would just like you to just stop doing that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand. See, that's what I'm saying. But in other words, this Bible is saying, what scene do you want? Right. What do you want here? Pick it and then bless God. There Pick and stick. There are how many promises in the Bible that's already there. Over 7,000 promises in the Bible. Yeah. And so all no the promises limit. of God are yea and amen. Yes. We ought to do a boardroom chat on it. On all of them, not just some of them. Well, then we could be there a while. It'd be a long time. <laughs> well, you know, most people only take, receive about maybe 15 to 20 promises in their whole the life. The beautiful thing is that there is no limit when we're looking at our awesome God. Amen. He just wants us to ask him for the things that we want in life as well as what we need in life. Amen. And, you know, a lot of the things that we ask him for are not even for ourselves. You know, we pray for our partners. We pray for our Amen. family members. 
We pray for others that we see that they have a need. We watch when we drive in the all down the highway, and if there is an ambulance that are coming by, we start praying for oh, those yeah. people. We don't that know where it's going. We on. don't know the people that are affected by, it, but we immediately start praying for others, and we, we seek we God about that. We were driving home the other day, uh, and that was it's a bad accident. You saw, remember that? That yes. real bad accident. Immediately, we said, "Oh Lord, that no one uh, perished in that." Yes. They already had. We start uh, praying for that family. Just we don't even know. Tore apart. Mm -hmm. Well, we don't know, but you see, how did you pray? Oh Lord, that God, you would protect and minister to them. Heal those people if they're yes. yeah, they're already in the ambulance going away. No. In other words, you don't have to know someone uh, 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 to, uh, to it, pray for them, to minister to them, to and reach that's out to intercessory them. Intercessory prayer. Now, how many times I went to a restaurant? I never seen a waitress before, a waiter, whatever it meant, and the Lord told me to. To bless them. Mm -hmm. And and I never forget one time I said, Lord, I, I don't know them. He said, I do. Remember that girl that was going, she working hard. She was a good waitress. And she was trying to go to uh, medical school. It was at P.F. Chang's. I, we was eating at that Chinese food. And the Lord said, pay her tuition. Give her some money. I didn't know this girl. I did not hesitate. She bust out crying. I mean, she couldn't get over that. She's a hard worker. And I said, she said, why are you doing that? I said, well, the Lord told me, see, I got involved in her vision. Mm -hmm. Now, you know what? She's a young girl. She probably was, what, 20 years old. But she was working at, you know, trying to make ends meet, was going to school. And, you know, Jesus tarries. I bet you when she's 70, 80 years old, she'll probably say, you know, one time I was working at a restaurant, and I really needed some help. And some white-headed man came in. Don't have to know who I am. Don't have to know my name. Don't mm -hmm. have And helped me, and if she who got involved, Lord. and I'm a doctor today mm -hmm. because of him. And that was because God led you to do yes. that. So God got involved with her. He just used us That's to right. do it. So what is God leading you to do? Mm -hmm. What do you want God to do? What shall I do for thee? Well, make the vision plain. That's right. And the, Write and the, it out if you got to. And the Message Bible, I want to read that translation of okay. those two verses. And, and it's verse 2 in Habakkuk. Two, says, and then God answered, write this, write what you see, write it in big block letters so that it can be read on the run. This vision message is a witness pointing to what's coming. It aches for the coming. It can hardly wait, and it doesn't lie. If it seems, I love this part, if it seems slow in coming, wait. It's on its way. It will come right on time. And, and, and that is so true. Mm -hmm. There's so many people, you know, they're so far ahead. They want to do something, and they don't have the they don't have the knowledge or the wisdom yet to do it. But you will. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like when you're growing. Remember how long it took for you to be 18 years old? <laughs> oh God! It, it, took, it seemed like it took 50 years to be 18. Then all of a sudden, when you made 18, instead of going uh, to get to 21, it took maybe six months. You hit 21, and before you knew it, you was 35. Boom! How come it? How come it seems like it speeds up? It really doesn't speed up at all. You just get in, you get in line and you're not thinking about time and then time just keeps going on. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, ladies and gentlemen, God's been so good and gracious to us and our vision and every year uh, God has given me something to do. People are always asking me, when are you going to retire? Well, I'll just tell you, uh, you're going to look, you're going to see this. Uh, this week, I'm going to make 72 years old. Most of my friends, most of the people I started back uh, July the 45 ninth years. is your birthday. July the 9th is my birthday. I'll be 72 years old. Watch this. Have retired or dead, I hate to say that, but true, or sick, mm -hmm. and I am running like a gazelle because I made that vision plain. Not that I'm better than vision, them. I got a vision of a gazelle running. Of a gazelle running. <laughs> Glory to God. 
Hallelujah. And you, you can outrun what? the devil. Every morning he's on that treadmill. I'm on that treadmill. Like a little gazelle. I'm, I'm <laughs> on that treadmill. Glory to God. And you know, you got, because this body's going south. You know? No. I mean, you want, look at my Don't chest. Do I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Look at my chest. I used to be muscle bound. You understand? I had a body. But watch that. See, it just fell down. <laughs> Look at Kathy. It's, it's, but that's all right. You know why I'm on that treadmill and I got them weights? So I can pull it back up. <laughs> pull the muscles back up. Come on, boy. Come on. Because he goes, oh, but I'm You have a I'm, vision. I'm going to be 72. I said, no. You Go have on. a vision to stay healthy. Now, Kathy's vision is totally different. We're not talking Hers about my vision right is now. a cup of coffee and a donut. <laughs> you know, no she goes, donut. Just hey, a well, cup yeah, of coffee. Well, yeah, you work your arm, you know, as you eat. Just <laughs> not, no, no donut. Just coffee. No just cream, coffee. no sugar, just black coffee. We've already had this discussion yeah, but do about you like, coffee. You do and we've like had, a, I had a lot of people that wrote in and, and gave me some thumbs up about the coffee. You do like them beignets. But I don't eat them. Yes, you do. Uh, once or twice a year. <laughs> well, you do eat them. Or every other year. <laughs> I, mean, I don't remember the last time I ate them, but you probably do. Oh, I remember because you had white all over your face. <laughs> Just, and my granddaughter loves them and my daughter loves them. And it's really a fun time. It really is, you see. So make your vision plain. Make it. And if people laugh at it, let them laugh. Because you're going to get the last laugh. And don't give up on the vision. No. Like the word just said, it's on its way. It will come right on time. Amen. You know, and when, every time that you get an opportunity to get into church, get mm -hmm. into the word of God, watch us uh, on our broadcasts or Amen. different these uh, boardroom chats that we do. Remember that your faith is being fed. And it's another step of faith that will bring you closer to the vision that God has. You know what you're doing? You're breathing mouth-to-mouth -mouth resuscitation back into that vision so that it can live again and revive. I, I felt the Lord to you pick this up. You weren't listening to me. I was You're listening 100 words. I can, I, can, I, can, I can quote your words. What did words. I say? Well, now, wait, I want to read this first. <laughs> I, can, I know everything. I can know. I got, okay. I, mean, I have double tracks in my mind. But when I saw the Lord said, pick up this and look at this. This is a girl named Jeannie. She says, my partner letter arrived today. And man, did it give me a needed sermon. Thank you. Watch this. My brother has been missing for two and a half years, and now I know how to pray. God is our hope, and you guys are a blessing. Mm -hmm. That's Jeannie. Put your hand right there. Yes, Father, Lord. in Jesus' name, Thank help you, her Jesus. brother to come home. Let yes. them find him. Lord, because she said you are your, her hope. Father, thank I you, thank Father. you. You said two of us agree. We set ourselves in yes, agreement with Jeannie that she's going to send us another boardroom chat testimony and say, my brother's home. Thank we you, found Lord. It. In, In Jesus', Jesus name, name, we pray. Amen. 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 There's another one, for, uh, Maureen. So happy to be a part of, uh, uh, of your ministry from Uganda. Isn't that something? Here's Haya. I like that name, Haya. Watching from India. Why well, says Sabrina? I love this. I started watching you at a very young age. I am now 33, and my kids and mom watch you too. We are family. God. People, we're literally all over the world. Rhoda, Rhonda says, good morning from Hawaii. I'm so thankful that God is continuing to confirm his word. Watching, Carol says, watching from South Africa. This one's from Queensland, Australia. Good morning. I've been listening and reading your books for 15 to 20 years and love you both. You know, if you're reading my books for 15 to 20 years, we must be saying something right because people <laughs> wouldn't be just getting them. You yeah, see what keep, I'm saying? Keep what growing. we want to do is always be open, be like a mirror. Mm -hmm. In other words, show you our successes and also talk about our failures. We're not trying to, for you to put a halo on our head. No, we ain't interested in any of that stuff. 
We are just like you. Work out our salvation with fear and trembling in every area of our life. We are reaching people, changing lives one soul at a time. And I want to thank all of you that watch the boardroom chats, that watch the Faith to Facts, that watches on YouTube and uh, Instagram and uh, Facebook as far as that's concerned, and on ABC and CBS and NBC and uh, all the uh, what I call Christian channels, Victory, the Victory Channel, uh, Daystar. Mm-hmm. We just, we, we've gone on every available outlet we can possibly go. We can't do it without you. I thank you for praying for us. Yes. I thank you for believing in us because we certainly believe in you and we believe in the vision that God has given you. So we, we don't try, we make our vision plain. We show you what we believe and what we don't believe. And if we disagree with something, you'll see it. We'll both disagree right in front of you. We're not doing that so it could be good television. We're not trying to do some kind of show. We just like being honest and being clean and being pure before the Lord. We have a lot of decisions to make in this ministry, and we make them according to St. John 16, verse 13. Howbeit, when the spirit of truth has come, he will guide us in all truth. And we think about our partners on a daily basis because they are our extended family. Mm-hmm. And I mean that sincerely. So thank you for watching. We're getting close to our closing time right now. And Kathy, thank you. And uh, uh, we want to finish with this question. What shall God do for you? Mm-hmm. There's why, no limit. Yeah, why don't you, after you finish watching it, get a pencil and a piece of paper, just like uh, Habakkuk says, and write the vision. That's right. And watch it come to pass. And as each piece of it comes to pass, just check it off. Yeah. And if you run through the whole vision, God will give you another one to add and to it. And if you feel led to, write your vision on a comment. We'd love to read it oh, and yeah, pray yeah. with you that about that as wonderful. well. That would be wonderful. And to all you people that watch us and all you people that support us, thank you. And I mean that sincerely. 100% of what you send goes into world evangelism. And too many ministries can say that. We've been debt-free since 1982. And God's word is true. So thank you. And, and you know, we have some say, we don't know how. You can use PayPal if you want to. You can text to get... Or, but if I keep coming back to that. If you don't feel led of the Lord to do that, then don't. You won't hear many preachers tell you not to do that. Don't, don't, because I want you happy. I want you blessed. But if you believe in what we say, if you believe in what, and I'm going to tell you, we not only do we have it, we have it in the natural and we have it in faith too. What we've confessed, we have spiritually, physically, financially, we have it. You can physically see it. Now, right now, as far as my life is concerned, and Kathy's like, we're, all we're interested is what other people are believing for. We got just, I can't think of anything we haven't got that we don't have spiritually or physically or financially. God's been so good, and we want you to have it. And I'm going to tell you something. If God can do it for these, for us too, I know he can do it for you. Mm-hmm. You understand? I just know it. So one, until, of, one, of the, one of the things I want to close go with, ahead. though, a passion of our heart is to not only fulfill our vision, the plan that God has given us, but to help others to get their vision Amen. excited and ignited. And, and that's what it's all about in any way, shape, or form. Until next time, this is Jesse and Kathy saying we love you. What shall God do for you? Remember, as soon as you we come off, get a pencil and paper. Make the vision plain. And be proud and let people see it. And if they, they, I don't know, criticize you, so what? It's your vision. It will come to pass. Until next time, Jesse and Kathy said, we love you. See you soon. God bless. Bye-bye.